This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 590 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Equestrian Collections. You can find all of their terrific products at equestriancollections.com. Hi, Glenn to Geek back with you, and yes, day three of hijacking Jennifer's show. I missed, ah! I missed you guys. That's why I'm. No, it's just, uh, it's kind of weird to talk to yourself when you're doing tips. So that's why I'm helping Jennifer out, so she actually has somebody to talk to when doing these rapid random tips. And speaking of talking, I did some talking to Debbie at Equestrian Collections about a really cool product they have. We're going to get to Jennifer's continuation of the Rapid Random Tips in just a moment, right after we learn about this cool stirrup. Glenda Geek here, and I'm with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. Debbie, what are we talking about this week? This week, I'd like to talk about the MDC Ultimate Stirrups. It's finally getting to be spring, although this year it's been spring here in the east most of the winter. Right. So people are thinking about getting back in the saddle, and uh, these stirrups are really, really wonderful. I use them myself. They have um, turn. They can turn. They have a way where you can turn 90 degrees, 45 degrees, a little uh, thing at the top that you can turn so that you can put your foot at however angle is most comfortable for you. This is not only good for showing, it's excellent for trail riding. If you have knee problems, if you have foot problems, ankle problems, you can ride for hours in these and not feel it. Um, my sister has knee problems and when she uses these stirrups, she can ride on a four-hour trail and not have a problem. They're also gorgeous for showing. They have uh, springs on the outside with rubber covering them so that you have a very good solid feel to your foot. Well, I totally agree with you, Debbie. Actually, I know some people that use these, and the flexibility of your foot going back and forth, being able to move your move your foot back and forth with the spring-loaded action, and then as, as well as being able to tilt it to the angle you like, makes it so much easier on your knees. And I know a person that has knee problems that uses these for that reason and doesn't have the problem that they used to have with just the rigid stirrups. And you know what else? It's also a safety feature because you can pick up your stirrups um, if you happen to lose one or for whatever reason that you kick off your stirrups while you're out. You can pick them up much easier with these stirrups. That's the MDC Ultimate Stirrup. You can find them at equestriancollections.com. Just go to Equestrian Collections and put in the search box MDC Stirrup and you'll find them at equestriancollections.com. Thank you, Debbie. And now, Jennifer, your latest rapid random tip. Today's rapid random tip, uh, horses that get cast, how to discourage it and what to do once they do it. Yeah, we've had that issue with some very big horses. That's right. (laughs) I thought this one would be close to your heart. Um, A lot of the ways horses get cast is, for whatever reason... Can we explain what that is in case somebody doesn't know? Thank you. Uh, Casting is when your horse lays down... Um, generally, and rolls over and then gets himself stuck up, stuck up against the wall, either a fence or the stall wall. So he's stuck. He can't get back up. And he's jerried himself around so he can't roll back over on the correct side and stand himself up. Because to stand up, he needs to get his legs out in front of him. 
and, and they're stuck against the wall. They're stuck up against the wall. Usually, no you see this in, in in the barn in the stalls. More, it's more common, more common than in, in than in uh, in the field. They do occasionally get cast on the fence, and it actually, when they get cast along the fence. Um, it can be really dangerous because they get their legs either tangled up between in a wire fence or between or, the rails, yeah. and that can get really, really ugly. What will often happen in those cases is, especially if it's a wooden fence, they tear up their legs, but the boards get broken and then they get up, but they still very seriously injured themselves versus casting in a stall. Um, they can do all kinds of bad stuff. We'll get into that later. But uh, common ways that you can discourage that kind of rolling in the horse's stall. When you put fresh bedding in the stall, straw or shavings, and especially shavings, don't just put a pile in the middle. Um, number one, if it's a pile in the middle and it's dense shavings that are a very fine nature, the horse will lay down in them and he won't be able to roll back because it's a hill. I've seen that's happen on several occasions. Also, if you spread it throughout the stall, because he's going he's gonna to roll where it smells really pretty, if you spread it throughout the stall, he's going to choose a more appropriate spot to roll rather than just smack where the shavings are. So spread those shavings around and mix them up into the current bedding. Uh, you can also bank the sides of the stall. In other words, put the stall bedding much, much thicker around the edges than it is in the middle. That doesn't, now mind you, I said thicker on the edges, not thinner in the middle. If you use three inches of shavings in your stall, don't make it one inch in the middle so that you can get it thicker on the edges. You have to use more. That's bedding. kind of a European method, isn't it? To, it's very common it. in Europe, especially yep. with straw. Um, it is labor intensive. It requires more bedding. You have to take those banks apart and redo them at least every other day. Otherwise, it will mold and harbor rodents. So it is labor intensive, but it can be effective for horses who want to get cast. Um, there are also commercially available treads that you stick to the walls of the stall so that when they do get cast, it gives their hooves some grip and they can push themselves away from the wall so they can get up. Those are also a option. And what to do once they do get cast. Okay, I got the answer. Can I say? You can do this one. You go next. You go to the next door neighbor who's the plumbing shop, and you get all the plumbers to come over and help you because that's what we had to do when one of our percherons got cast, who weighed about a ton. She weighed about two. He weighed about two thousand pounds, and he was cast really cast good against the stall, and we couldn't move him between Jennifer and I. He was just too heavy. He was too heavy. We had to get the. We actually had to get the plumbers. We had like six of us to get him turned over. Yes, it was a plum. All the plumbers next door came over and helped, and they were great. When you have a horse that's cast, a First and foremost, be careful because even if they're lying there quietly, um, you never know when they're going to freak out and panic. Um, so I would strongly recommend having a helper for this process if at all possible. So wait until the horse is at least quiet enough to safely get into the stall. Take a long cotton lead rope. You loop it over the leg closest to the floor, which is also going to be the leg closest to the wall so that you're not pulling their legs apart to splay them. When you pull on that, you're going to be pulling the body over. Um, it's great if you can get it down around their fetlock and loop the rope a couple of times, um, and you preferably one on the front and, it, and one on the back if the horse will put up with it, and you heave ho, really. Um, you want to do it firmly, but you don't want to yank. You want to just put a little tension on the rope. Pressure. Yeah. You, slow pressure. It's kind of like moving a boat. If you right. yank on it, it's going to, it's going It'll to float away quickly. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you want to be careful with this. And then usually you get them over. The horse stands up in a rapid fashion and frequently in a panic. And keep so in mind that you're pulling the horse toward you. Yes. So 
that was the problem we had with our Percheron is we were concerned that with four of us in this, this relatively we small stall, <laughs> we wouldn't be able to get away when the horse, when those hooves came our direction. Fortunately, all ours did was lay there and then decided <laughs> eventually to get up and he was fine. But And that brings me yes. to my final and very important point. Um, and all too common side effect of getting cast is a horse can get a twist in their intestines, a twisted gut as it's referred to. Um, so once the horse gets up, keep a really close eye on that horse for at least eight hours. Sometimes they got cast to begin with because they were feeling a little colicky. Um, and if that was the case, you're going to want to keep an eye on things. Also, if they get a twist, you're going to know within a few hours. So keep a close eye on that horse for the next few hours. Another thing you can do that I missed on the first round is if you have a horse that's a violent roller, for example, after he rides or after he gets a bath, he just has to roll and he does it with enthusiasm like a child on Christmas Day. Um, one of the things I've seen that you see commonly at the racetracks is they have what they call a rolling spot, a large area, either fenced or not, that has sand in it or some other soft footing that horses like to roll in anyway. And you put the horse here in there either loose or you can do it on a long lead rope. And when you are finished bathing or he's done being ridden, teach him that he can go over there and roll till his heart's content, but he's not going to be able to get stuck and be all alone. So that's the casting rapid random tip for the day. Thank you, Jennifer. And we're going to be back with a couple of more of these in our continuing week-long rapid random tips. And don't forget, you can catch Jennifer and I both on Horses in the Morning, our live show at 9 a.m. Eastern each weekday, along with Jamie Jennings from out there in Phoenix, Arizona. And you can also catch the recorded version of that at HorsesInTheMorning.com. We'll be back again tomorrow with another tip for you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 